Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, the real podcast, having real conversation with the real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I am chilling, man. How about yourself? You know me, blessed more than I should be. You know. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> how, how, how's it going, brother? I'm chilling, man. Full stomach, man. Some air fried chicken. I'm ready to talk. Yeah, yeah, I Let's hear that. Get it. I hear that, man. We got fam- I'm ready to talk. Ready to get it in, man. Um, yeah. Before we int- we don't even got to introduce, but we got family on the podcast tonight. But before we get to our fam, man, let's talk about our last episode. We had Eden, Eden, man. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to Eden, man. Uh, I really appreciate her coming on and kind of telling her story and some of her, um, you know, some of her goals for this year as far as her. Mm-hmm. You know a program that she that she's that she's getting moving for women so shout out to eden and tc yes, if you want to if they want to listen to that episode and any of our previous episodes how can they get to us brother at stakes is high pod that's on facebook instagram and twitter all of our episodes you can find on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher iHeartRadio, and spotify and if you have any comments questions concerns or interested in being a guest on the show Please shoot us an email to stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. 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 Hey, man. Um, man, I got this. Okay, never mind. I thought I was going to have to reset. Thank God. Oh, oh man. We good. We good. We good. We good. No, we straight. Um, yeah, man, I had to get out of the way early, man, because I think I almost forgot to do it, and I forgot to do that uh, a couple episodes ago, man, and I wanted to give our previous guests, man, their respect and thank them for coming on, man. So, yeah, man, what up, man? We got to get our fam in here. We got Jazz and we got Marco here, man, but they ain't they not guests no more, man. They fam, they been here a few times, so we they, they family, man, so we ain't, we ain't intru- we're not introducing y'all like guests, man. What up, y'all? <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Hey, y'all. Thanks for sliding through. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. We appreciate y'all coming through, man. Uh, when was the last time, man? It's been a it's been a while since y'all been on last, isn't it? No, Marco came on with Jesse. No, I've been on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jazz has been a minute since you since you've been on. Yeah. Jazz, you have probably my uh the one you came on, uh, and I know we talked about colorism and things like that. That's probably like my top ten out of two hundred and almost fifty episodes. That's one of my top ten episodes for sure. So Ooh. yeah, man. That was that was a, I think that was a super dope episode. So yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. What up, man? What's going on, y'all? What's what's new in y'all world, man? Like give us an update. It's been a minute. How y'all? You know, navigating through this COVID time, all that stuff, man. Just, just <laughs> yeah, give, yeah. Give give us the listeners, man. Give us a rundown. What's 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 up? I don't I don't know. If, well, you haven't been on, and I can't remember if I said this, but you know, just to throw it out there, 
uh, me and Jazz are only engaged. We had engaged during the pandemic. So <laughs> I know she ain't told y'all since she's been on. Um, and we just been kind of navigating when the when the world opened back up. <laughs> Congrats. Right. That's so dope. How, we gonna, how quick we can get to that aisle. Yeah, man. Uh, I've already told y'all, but, uh, you know, congrats again. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm feeling you on that navigating through the planning and all that. Uh, I mean, as y'all know, mine coming up, ours is coming up in um, in four months. So that's right around the corner, man. And, Ooh, you know, y'all about uh, I to know. spend some money. Oh, we already, it's already been spent, bro. What you saying? Oh, about bro. to. I remember, shit. bro. Believe me, I remember, man. Oh, but you know, yeah, yeah, man. The tough thing is, you know, you know, Governor Prisker, uh, Governor of Illinois, uh, just just uh, extended some mandates, man. That's still keeping our guest count uh, hostage right now. Um, mm. So we were, they were, uh, we were hoping that uh, we'll be further along uh, with these case numbers being reduced and further along with the vaccine rollout. But I mean, reality is, it's just it's just a slow moving process, and it ain't. Uh, it ain't likely that, um, you know, we'll have much progress before, you know, that wedding date. So we just trying to do what we can and adjust how we can and, you know, figure it out and remain positive. Because um, regardless, you know, we, it's going to happen. You know, we're going to proceed. But, man, uh, TC, we know you engage. Our listeners know we know what's going on with you. But, man, Jazz and Marco, congrats, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very much. I didn't know, of course, you know, I mean, unless y'all announce it on Facebook or said something on Facebook, but I'm hardly on there. So, but man, I, I really want to send a congrats to y'all, man, for sure. That's dope. Thank you. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's weird, right? Because we did put it on Facebook, but it ain't like, usually I would have bumped into you by now and then the conversation would have been had. It ain't but happening. <laughs> yeah. Ain't seen nobody, man. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's tough. Bro. Yeah, it's tough. But man, you know, I just seen a report where uh Dr. Fossey said that uh that's how you say his name, but uh he was saying by fall by fall he thinks concerts and movie th- movie theaters and stuff like that will be back open. So, I mean, you know, we'll see, you know, and uh um, right, we'll, we'll see. That's the only thing we can do. Um so yeah. Hell, man. just last week they're talking about us a, a new strain of yeah. uh you know, Yep. Shit, that's that's in that's hit over here now. I think it was just over in. Well, I don't know where it came from. The high guy here, but whatever. Yeah, it's just just keeps happening, man. So yeah, yeah. Well, man, and you know we've lost people, man. And I just recently, man, um, you know I, I got to give a, a R.I.P. to my dean, Stuart Marshall, man. He just passed uh, a few days ago. We just found out, and um, it was rumored that it was COVID, you know, and I say rumored because it's still kind of, we're still trying to figure out, but man, he good dude, man. So I do want to give, you know, his, 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 you know, his rest in peace to Stu. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, but, um, yeah, shout out to prayers up to everybody who's dealing with COVID and, you know, people whose life have totally, you know, have tremendously changed because of COVID. Hey man, put your mask on and, you know, stay safe for sure. So, yeah. Hey, before, before we get into our episode, man, we got to give our flowers to um, Georgia. Let's talk about Georgia, man. <laughs> we, you know, there was some some history made. Uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock, man, he's the first black senator in Georgia. And uh, we got to give we got to give respect. Brother. To, yeah, man. Shout out to him. He's, he, right. Yeah, he's an alpha, man. He's he's a reverend. He's, you know, hopefully, you know, like, um, you know, he he. 
you know, he represents, man. So, and also we got to give flower to Stacey Abrams, you know what I'm saying? Because not only Stacey Abrams, let's talk, let's give respect to some of those rappers out there who were given their platform an opportunity to speak on Georgia. So like, like Killer Mike, <laughs> like, you know, I ain't talking about the verse. I'm talking about like Killer Mike, Killer Mike. <laughs> let's talk about Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the, yeah, I'm talking about Killer Mike, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, it's always one. Man. Yeah, so man, I want to give, uh, and, and 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 sadly, man, you know, I think a lot of it's been kind of overshadowed by the capital stuff, and I guess we can kind of, you know, just I think as a responsibility of our platform, we at least got to acknowledge what happened. But I don't want to stay too long on it, man. But um, I think that has kind of overshadowed what happened in Georgia, and just like you know, like I said, the first black senator, you know, what I mean, so. I do want to I do want to give a shout out to him, you know, on our platform, you know. So, yeah, I had to do that. Yeah. Yes, but um let's talk about it real brief and real quick. Um the Capitol. I mean, th- today is dropping on Wednesday and um yeah, so it's to be a week old. It's kind of we've kind of been oversaturated with it already. Everywhere you look, every news channel you turn it on, every play, every page you go to. But um, I, I and you guys can speak on it however you want. But I do want to say rest in peace to the officers who did die. You know what I mean? And I think that's yeah. that's that's something that needs to be recognized. Um, you know, um, with a domestic terrorist act that happened. You know, I do want to give our respect to them. You know what I mean? So y'all can yeah. talk about it. I don't know how y'all feel, what's going on, how y'all feel about it, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's been, you know, like you said, it's been a week. It's been said so many different ways on so many different platforms. Just in general, it's just a slap in the face. Being black, what it is. You are the kid that kind of sits there and is like, this is what you can't do. You know, it's just a reminder that no matter how many laws we have, no matter how many governors, senators, people that look like us, whatever, this is just a reminder. You wouldn't have lived through this. Yeah. Never would have happened. Yeah. Nobody is going to open barriers for you to be able to do something like that. And so, watching all this stuff go down with Parlor and all this stuff where people not being able to get on flights, you know, I mean, the tears is just coming, the white tears. So I just, mm. <laughs> I have nothing to say to them. I, mm. I just don't just in here like, mm, okay. Yeah, that's a, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, to, and based off of what she said, I think the exact opposite. I don't think it's been spoken about enough. Like mm. every time something like this, you hear about this in any history book, some major shit happens afterwards. Like, all right, a group of people ran up and then boom, America's free from England and all that. Like it's always been some kind of Because they mm. changed it in the history book. <laughs> too, too <sure. laughs> That's what it's like. Sure. You hear revolutions and stuff like this with this one little picture. They didn't scalp the Indians. No, they came to them with blankets and all No, it's <laughs> yeah. never been told the correct way. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, half of y'all, our parents. <laughs> In few years, like people are saying that, like, are you gonna be looking at these textbooks? Like, nah, that's absolutely not. Hey, you know why? You know why? Because we got this right here. We got we the do. cell phone. The cell phone. You can't lie to that boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got. I remember learning that the Black Panthers were rebels and yep. like looking yep. at their pictures, and it was dark. That part was dark. And you only learned about them on mm-hmm. Black History. Yeah. So and they I called guess. them ter- they called them terrorists. Called them terrorists, mm-hmm. ran them out of the country and said if they ever came back because of the threat that they made to the country, they were going to be imprisoned. You know, still that way till today. So Odu who stole the podium, 
you you got to go. Yeah, they don't talk about the Black Panther. They don't talk about the Black Panthers with with programs like WIC. You know what I mean? They, they don't let you, you. WIC's still being used to this day. You know what I mean? They don't let you know that, man. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But TC, and what about I'm, you, man? Yeah, I'm kind of on, uh, on the lines of uh, Marco um, as far as it not being you know spoken about enough. Um, but one interesting thing that I kind of noticed and just wanted y'all feedback on is some of the reaction that we've been seeing like on social about it in the commentary um, from, you know, black folks versus, you know, white folks, essentially. Um, you know, so you know, we, hear, we know Michelle say when, you know, when they go low, we go high. Um, but I feel like uh, we ain't we have not been doing that we've been going low and lower in response to what some white folks are saying you know what I mean as far as like yo this shouldn't you know there's no way this should happen to you know this person you know they they uh let's let's say the woman that, that got shot I got into a really I got I wasn't in a big uh discussion with it but um, I observed a discussion. I like made a comment or two, and this this post ended up being like sixty eight comments deep or whatever. And uh, a gentleman, a black man, on the post felt like we were wrong for being okay with. Uh, and I can't remember the woman's name. I have to look it up. So if if either one of y'all know it off top, go ahead. But the woman that got shot at the Capitol for trying to bust through the barricade window. Um, after many, many warnings and what, you know, what, you know, but he felt like we're wrong. And it's coming from black dudes. Like, like, why are y'all saying, why are y'all okay with this? You know? And it's like black folks saying like, well, she got, she had what she had coming. Da, da, da. It would have happened to us. So good. I'm glad it happened. And he felt like it's problematic to say that kind of stuff because we don't want that kind of stuff said when it happens to us. We don't want the action to happen to us. So why celebrate it? Or be okay with it when it's happening to someone of a different skin color. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of curious on like what y'all thought. Is, what's what's y'all's thought on that? Like, like I was reading and I was like, dude, you bugging initially. Like, chill out. But then the more and more he kept talking, I'm like, hmm. You know, I agree that's- with the statement. It's just a little too late. The reason why people are reacting this way is because when we die, you bring up old history. Because when we die, you say that we weren't good citizens. So what I have seen, and I haven't been too much on social media, is people responding the way they would have responded to us. Like, mm, damn, she shouldn't have been in there. Or, yeah. darn, looks like she broke the law. She should have complied. You yeah, know, like, yeah. but it, is that, that's... it just, but we are stressed right now like mm-hmm. what do you want me to say like i don't even know who shot the bullet at her it could have been one of her own you shouldn't have been there it, it was it was the it was the police it was the uh capital police he's on like I mean, is it the evil or, matter, or is it, <laughs> which one because a black girl like, lost a shorty on you for ice <laughs> and what, what are we right now so it's I, I get what he's saying but it's and then you get the backlash being a black dude like what you want because they not that for us is, is that us? Is that us going lower? No, nah, I don't is think that, so. Is that, is that, is that us not taking that? I don't. I don't. I don't even think we're meaning. We've been, we've been so docile about this for so long, for so long, and now we at a point of being fed up. Like, what, what the hell you think gonna happen? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I understand him. Don't celebrate anyone losing their life, but at the same time, 
y'all not gonna keep kicking us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still, I, I, like, I, I, even when old dude died in his apartment, like you know, to see his brother give that woman a hug in the courtroom. Oh, but, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, and it's always like we don't want nothing to happen. Like black people are always turned the other cheek, love on their brother and this, this and that. That's cool. Some black people won't be, but not everybody is that way. And so like him getting on there saying we shouldn't be this way. I just, he not going to correct everybody. People. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. We are forgiving people. I mean, we probably are the most forgiving people, you know, because you know, what do we go to? We always go back to the Bible and that's what the Bible teaches you, you know, and that's been our foundation of our culture is the Bible. But I don't think that I don't think black people are going low. I think black people are in a, in a sense of using it as sarcasm when they be like, well, she should have listened to the cops because that's what they say to us in any simple regardless if it's if it's unjust, if it's if it's whatever it is. That's their famous. That's their famous quote is should have listened to the police. You know what I mean? Should have so, complied. <laughs> yeah. Complied. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where I think that's where we coming from, man. I think we coming from a place of like, you know, when people are making the memes or so, you know, we always, we always make light of most situations. Yeah. Sarcasm. Yeah. Here's some of your own medicine. Spoon, mm-hmm. spoon feed it to you real quick. She must and, didn't come from a good home life. You yeah, know exactly. Life. Exactly. Okay. She must been on drugs. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's crazy though, but they're, they, they, they like highlighted all her accolades. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. yo, she's a uh, Air Force or, or a veteran or whatever. What, I can't remember if it's Air Force or Navy, but uh, you know, veteran and you know, family this and da da da. And then so I've been seeing people that have been posting and sharing, and uh, myself included, uh, her criminal history because she had one. And uh, and that's what usually happens when folk. you know we get posted about something. You know, like there's never like, oh, he was a loving father, or there's a loving mother, or a veteran of this, or that. And you know, there's no uh, happy family pictures. Yeah, or they, fi- shot, they find that you know one. They find that one picture you sticking up your middle finger. <laughs> straight up, straight up, man. It could be a 30 year old photo of you, dog. Like you used to wear grills back in the day. You was thugged out. You didn't grown from that life. But that's the one they're going to find. That's the one they're going mean, to they, use. They did it with George Floyd, right? I mean, you know, right. some of his crimes had nothing related to what, what happened to him. And they just used that to try to exploit him as if it was the choke was him being choked out and killed was the murder was justified Justice. because right. of what he did 15 years ago. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Some people on that side, I just feel are delusional, man. Because so, no matter what, yes, the woman got shot. I'm very 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 sad she lost her life but she was in the process of like she was breaking the law at that moment and one life she was sleeping in her bed or something yeah right and it and it was a life-threatening action like that that was the other guys on that post issues like she didn't have a weapon i'm like yo this is like their job is to protect this building Man, and the government more, officials yeah. in there. Did they you don't know, know what you got. You, know, it, you could it, be a suicide bomber. Like it could be like ten suicide bombers in this whole mob that's busting through the building. We have no clue. And they're supposed to just be like, Oh yeah, it's all good. Mm. Well, even though some officers were doing that, they really did like open doors, open gates, stand by, show people the way. It was some BS going on. It's like some officers who have I think at least one been fired and, and mm-hmm. like some under investigation for their participation in this but yeah you've seen that circulating as well like a lot of them just like stepping by just like 
Sure, I had hundreds of all them charges. To be a rice was by himself. Trayvon Martin was by himself, and still keep on naming. Yeah, keep on naming. Like, go away. I'm sorry. That could be the whole episode. Naming names that, you know, this long. Names and situations where people didn't know you had something or what you had or what could have been a weapon. You was charging. Oh, well, like if they shot that whole front line, I'm sorry. A person showed. Up as the American Buffalo. I was dog, like, I, this is a weird country we in. I don't know what you're doing. He would have been the first to get capped. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dog, you no shirt, Buffalo helmet, hat thingy, and American flag. I'm Man. thinking you ready for battle, dog. George Floyd was arrested. Got on war paint. A fraudulent check. You stole mail from Nancy Pelosi's office. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Put his man, feet on the crazy. desk, chill him. Selfies. Yeah, them people, the people's crazy, man. They, they mentally. Oh, speaking of mentally, Jazz, I want to tell you something. I told Marco this. We had a conversation. You and I, TC. The last one we had at your house. The last episode we had with house. We talked about mental illness and mental health. Yeah, they ain't gonna so, talk about the last time we had. No, no, no. So I, I, I think I, I talked Marco. about it with Marco uh, the last time he came up with Jesse, and um, I. I, I admitted my wrong on what I was saying. I said that I was saying that everyone had mental illness. And Marco, we remember we talked about it last episode, and I was like, no, everyone doesn't have a mental illness. Everyone have, We all have mental health. And how we deal with our mental health, regardless of it's stress, regardless if it's whatever it is, we all have it. So we have to take care of ourselves mentally, just like we do physically. So mm-hmm. if you do not address these things that's like, you, if you don't address things within your mental health, it can turn into an illness. Just like if you don't address your physical health, it could turn into diabetes. It could turn into whatever it is to where you got to get your leg cut off. So I, I just, I, I do want to admit my my wrong on that conversation. I said it on a Facebook post one time, but no, everyone does not have mental illness, but we do have mental health and we all have mental health things that we deal with. And if you do not address them, it could turn into something deeper. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to talk, I wanted to, uh, say that publicly to you <laughs> yeah yeah but um but speaking of mental health man and people we dealing with a we, we dealing with a large crowd of people who i think that something was i mean you see the way they reacted man and just the post the post attitude about it man man you just really I, like i always say man there's some people really messed up in this world that you don't know what's going on up there, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The right. lady literally came on camera and was like, they maced me. Y'all seen that? When the lady was like, they maced me. And he was like, yes. <laughs> yes. What was in her time? About that happened? Uh-huh. This was pointed out to me. What, what was in her time? If you go back and look at the video, there is a round white orb in her towel. It doesn't look like ice. It looks like an onion. Uh, but, you know, uh, you have to look at it. You know? <laughs> I didn't see that far. I don't care what people say, but you get years down the line when people did it in 9-11 where you were never really there. Like, did you ever really make it there or did you make it to the camera to where you're telling your story? Because there's no way for us to verify this, really. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not saying that she's lying, nothing like that. I'm just saying, boy, that looks real They was like, what are you you doing? World of Revolution. I was like, hey, you just broke the law, chick. That's that's funny as hell. She said, storm the Capitol. Like, he was in the wrong for asking. Yeah. 
right. what am I doing? It's, it's a revolution. <laughs> it's a revolution. Like, chill out. Yeah, but nah, I'm seeing like uh, headlines saying that, like Onion Tao. Onion, like, I'm going to have to looks, look at one of these articles. That's but funny, man. I'm seeing that. I think people have the right to believe what they believe. If they thought it was a revolution, okay. But like, you go to jail for the revolution. Go to jail for the stuff that you believe in. Hey, let me tell you something, bro. I know this dude. I know a dude personally. Do you guys remember in the, uh, when the, uh, we had the, uh, what was it? I think it was the NEA. It was the fair. When you remember the state fair comes to, to Indiana every year, you know, of course we know people who from China listen and I don't know. I'm sorry. You guys don't, this is, this is Indiana. But anyway, do you guys remember when, <laughs> do you guys remember when, um, the, they had a concert and the stage collapse? Yeah. 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 So check it. <laughs> check it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not laughing at that part. I'm laughing at what I'm going to tell y'all. <laughs> I know someone who was there who was not even uh-huh. close to the stage. This I fool ran over to the stage and act like he was a part of the people who got hurt, and this fool got paid. He got you paid on everything. Come for you, man. No, I ain't say his name. I ain't say his name. Okay. <laughs> Are you serious, though? <laughs> I'm still working at the paralegal, and people who were exposed to even that situation happened were able to sue for mm. what the state fairgrounds for what they were exposed to. <laughs> So that's remind me of homegirl. We we stormed the Capitol. Like you weren't even there, chick. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's, hey, that's wild though. Damn, they got paid. Yeah, you got paid, bro. You got that check. I'm gonna look for my finesse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, my next yeah. check. That's what I gotta do. Just walking that gas. Some dirt on my. Yeah, yeah walking that walking the gas station. A whole episode <laughs> on Netflix called "The Woman Who Wasn't There Who Lied About 9/11." Ooh, it's a good one. Like, just yeah, look there. Like you put yeah. the the new stuff together and you remember it like you were there. Yeah, yeah. Like the um, the one newscaster, like he was big and he was like he was in Afghan. The plane got shot down, and all that stuff. He made it back, and then one of the officers that was our, you know, I can't remember it was the army, uh, marines or whatever. They was like they recovered and was like, nah, he wasn't there. He wasn't nowhere near there. Him, bro. So he like lost his career and everything. I can't remember his name though. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, he's trying to that clout, man. Some people straight up. Somebody got that old boy got that money though. I was like, damn. <laughs> well, went in there and crap, put some dirt on him and slid. I'm helping everybody. <laughs> 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 wow. They can slid the third. Nigga, yeah. no, he the home plate on that. Yeah. And ran and ran, ran off with a check. Yeah. yeah. He can't, you know what I mean? He did the <laughs> slip in the gas station on the water. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Um, but man, I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I wanted to, I guess I wanted to transition from that conversation and uh, I sent you guys a video and one of the things that I kind of been watching a, a few lectures and a few um, like YouTube videos and everything and it was like a lot of them are, pra- are pastors and they're discussing fear and it's crazy I had been watching these like a month ago and this that video that I sent you guys um, well I sent TC he said it sent it to you guys man should I play a TC how long is that video man it's two minutes two and minutes. 25 seconds. Nah, I just explained it to him, and I, 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 I was going to play it, but that's a lot of work. But uh, so I guess one of the things that that one of the lectures I was listening to, and they were talking about why racism, why racism exists. And it was like, it's because of fear, you know, and how how you what you fear is what you hate. Like people, this this one pastor said that he was saying that the opposite of 
the opposite of love isn't hate. And he was like, it's fear. And he, you know, he went on to explain, but it was just, it's just very interesting. And I, and I wanted to bring it to y'all, man, is because we all deal with fear. And I know like just being transparent, some of the things that I have not been successful in in life or some of my goals or some of the things that I have, have not done is because it's been, it's been fear. And it's not the fear of like the boogeyman's coming fear is sometimes fear can be translated into just being comfortable or um, unsure or some of these things that happen. So I guess I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys about that and kind of what y'all thought about the video and maybe we can share some of the things that, you know, are, are, are some of our experiences with fear or some of the things we haven't done in life because of fear. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, that's what I wanted. That's why I put that, that video and, you know, we can go from there, man. What y'all think about the video first and foremost? Uh, I, I like his passion. I liked his passion. He was he was dropping some words, and I really enjoy hearing anyone speak religion on a relatable level for me. Cause mm. I'm used to church with your grandma six out of seven days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just couldn't grasp it back then, and. Even now, it's like every now and then I have a hard time grasping it. But hearing that, putting that sense, I really enjoyed it. For sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. Same, same. I just feel like um, it's coming to light, like you say, fear. Uh, I mean, you talk about fear with race, um, fear with not moving to different places because you don't know if you know people there, whether or not. I remember getting ready to go to undergrad and my family looking out saying that you don't want to go too far away because what if we can't come help you? And it limited my choices as far as where I went to college at. And mm. it was like, once you got out of that, you could have went anywhere. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it just felt like you needed to stay close because something was going to happen, which anything could happen anywhere, right down the street, right around the corner, whatever. Um, I think of fear in Birth of a Nation um, by D.W. Griffith. Like, mm. it was fear of what a Black person could do, would do, all that stuff that we still see being translated today. Um, and sometimes we see jealousy come out in friendships and relationships in different ways because you don't fear what somebody else is doing. You fear what you can't do, mm. which you haven't been able to put aside. And so the way that you say something comes out in a manner that it was just like, you know, if you wanted to do it, you could do it. But you are criticizing somebody else because of what you couldn't do. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's all different types of manners. I yeah. Um, and when you guys say, and TC, I let you go, man. Um, but one of the things that is one of the fear not is the most repeated command in the Bible, like fear not, you know, and, you know, of course, that's related to God saying, you don't you I'm on your side. Why, you shouldn't be scared of anything. You know what I mean? So fear not is that that the, it's, it's said over and over in the Bible, man. So. Um, so, yeah, I, I like what you just said, Jazz. I think and we, I want to talk about the friendship part of it that uh love you. Um, that is uh, the friendship part that may cause us to have fear. You know what I mean? But go ahead, TC. My bad. Go ahead. No, nah, man. Uh, excellent video uh, from uh, Ty Tribbett. Um, I, I, you know, I kind of took it from a, you know, a little bit of a different context as far as like being like being afraid of achieving something, but. Um, and took it more so as like being afraid of getting rid of certain things in your life that don't need to be there. Um, I kind of took it in that sense more so like um, say something, just anything you enjoy. You know what I mean? Like 
that might not you like you know deep down like man, I probably shouldn't be doing let's just say drinking like you know if you have a bad drinking habit and you and you're like man I depend on this I like I need on every day and you know that you become a dependent upon it and you kind of are afraid to take that step you know to remove that uh, satisfaction you know from your life you like you know it's holding you back you know it's not healthy for you You know it can uh, you know be uh, a negative have a negative effect on your life your health etc but shit man when I get off I just need to have me a sip or if I'm chilling with my friends it's you know I gotta have a sip when I'm linking up with the homies mm -hmm. da -da -da. and it's like you don't want to say you know I can't hang with you because if I hang with you I'm gonna probably drink and that's bad for me or keeping liquor in the crib I know like if it's right there and I get off work I know I could just go to the fridge and grab a drink I don't need to but it's there so I looked at it in that sense it's like that is that roadblock that's hindering you from something or, or, or a, a sense of greater self but you're afraid to let it go you're afraid to push that away whether it's just comfort or hurting your friends feelings or whatever it may be mm -hmm. but I took it in that kind of a sense you know what I mean yeah yeah i i respect that i didn't think of it like that at all um mm -hmm. that's a different that's a different view um i was reading this article and and maybe we can relate it to like our friends and family of how fear may may be may, how fear may affect us right so like well before before we go before we go there can mm -hmm. we i don't know how transparent you guys want to be but um or you will be or open in, in respect to however you however you choose not to be but like um can we all like think of something that we wanted to do a goal a pat a, a dream of something that we wanted to do that we gave it up because of fear or can you admit that's what it was hmm i don't know i gotta think about it man like one one thing i'll, I'll just say one thing that i that i'll speak on one thing that i gave up and that's like um like music production and like my interest and passion in that that I had like late teen early 20 years you know what I'm saying um, that was one thing that you know I I also saw a career in as, at one point and um, you know uh, ended up going a different direction but could have continued to practice that but I didn't and I think once I got to uh, a certain point where I felt I was, you know, outdated. I was behind. I wasn't, you know, in the know of the current trends of that industry. Um, maybe my fear then of like trying to catch up to like, all right, what's the the latest equipment? What's the latest program? What's what do I need to mm -hmm. do to make sure I could compete? You know, like what's the newest sound? You know what I mean? Like just stuff like that to uh, drive me to want to do it more or get back into it. I could say that could have been a fear that's like catching up to being left behind because I let that, you know, that passion fall by the wayside, you know, four or five years ago. Then it just, it just disappeared completely because I didn't want to try to catch up or play catch up. Yeah. So that could be. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I respect that. Um, I'll go if you guys, if you guys don't have anything yet. I think, I think a lot of times people uh, like myself, it can be something that you're currently doing, right? That where you you stay in this in this in this place of being stagnant because a lot of times you may fear success or you may you may feel failure, so you stay in a comfortable place. And I think that's why I said something earlier about sometimes being comfortable. It 
is because of fear. So, like, I could say right now, I mean, honestly, I think the podcast, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think I stay in a comfort place of, like, hey, man, we're going to record on Monday or Tuesday. And, you know, I think there's things that we've talked about that I haven't done. And I think it's just because I'm comfortable in what we do every week to where, like, if I just did, like, a little bit more or tried to do a little more, maybe we can go to a place that we aren't now you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. like i think that is that's one of the things that i can openly admit that i am i'm kind of stagnant there you know what i mean and you know i know it's fear you know what i'm saying regardless of it's just a comfort of like i don't want to fail at trying to reach out to this person i don't want to fail at trying to have this event i don't want to fail at so you know what i just stay where i'm at you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, it's comfortable. It's working. You know what I mean? And I think that's what people do sometimes in relationships, sometimes in their jobs, sometimes in their career. You know what? I'm paying the bills, so I'm going to just stay right here. You know what I mean? So I think that's where that's where I am. I can admit that. You know what I mean? So but you, you guys, I don't, I don't know if you guys. Um, this, this may sound weird, <laughs> but I do a lot of things based off fear. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, shit happens, and I'm like, damn. If I would have just did that, I would have been cool. So mm-hmm. each time I chicken out of something, I I let it push me to go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? like, um, I mean, T T's known me forever, and just some of this this random stuff I've done. I've I had a, I wanted to throw parties, so I started throwing parties. But out of was, fear, uh, Casanova was, uh, uh, Productions or something, Casanova uh, Frankenstein, whatever it was. It? I was I was known as Casanova Frankenstein. That's yeah. a, a villain in the movie Mystery Man. And then the it was called Supercar Entertainment. And during that time, I'm like, man, I, I, this, the indie parties just didn't have this vibe, this feel. So mm-hmm. we threw a couple. They was cool, but I got afraid due to the size of the crowds because I'm used to going out and seeing huge crowds. Later mm-hmm. on in life, I realized like I didn't lose a single dollar doing that. I actually profited, but I wasn't making the money I wanted. Like yeah. I saw it as money instantly. I saw it as like the crowd needs to be this. I didn't give it time. So then that fear plus my wonderful fiance kind of drove me to start Marco's Lab. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have that fear. So it took me out there to try something else. Mm-hmm. So the most recent fear I'm dealing with, I would say. Is uh is is going off of TC because seeing TC do the DJ Zero competition and I'm like I love music every genre I don't give a fuck I, if if you need a lifeline of the song I know it so seeing T or TC do this he motivated me to get over my fear and try DJing and of course I ain't doing nothing but DJing at home annoying Jasmine and my son but just getting it is like it's so what word I want to use. Yes, gratify mm-hmm. that you know. As I as I get there, I'm just I'm just trying little stuff. Now the fear in that is like I could probably be a nice ass DJ, but I'm not gonna get out in front of a crowd and try nothing. Hey, so, next I, the next <laughs> DJ Zero joint, you gotta do it, bro. Jones, you gotta do it too. Hey, you know I've been into it, bro. Hey, if you need some, uh, I got I got music. I got. I, you, let me know, bro. I can you can come over and we can get it in, bro. I've been doing it now for man, how long has it been, bro? Yes. It's been like it's been what? Months. It was I, before. I, I mean, it was during like, quarantine. I picked it up during quarantine. Yeah, I actually went to like a fall, maybe. I, like I went to fall? a yeah. I went to a teacher, bro. So I never counted music. I never done anything. So I learned how to do all that. And man, now I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I, you know, I can. I know how to match up. You know he, what I mean? He can do that shit. He's, <laughs> hey, you sending videos of him blending? Like, hey, yeah, check yeah. this out. Yeah, and, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's doing yeah. And, and, and the crazy shit is, like, I got my motivation from Danny. Like, we all, you know, played around on the apps. You know what I mean? And and Danny took it serious. And then Danny, DJ, your party that you talking about that, when you that going was the first party DJ. Yes. Yes, DJ. I think I had, he, he had an iPad and that's it. No <laughs> other equipment. And he plugged the iPad into the house speakers and he DJed a whole party with his fingertips. Yeah, yeah. Danny no was crazy, man. <laughs> with his fingers, with his two pointer fingers, <laughs> and he said the whole part, and it was lit. Yeah, hey, yeah. But yeah, Marco, let me know, man. You can, you can, you can pull up, man. And uh, I, I mean, I got the whole setup, bro. I got speaker, I got the controller, I got, I got a lot, of, I got a lot of music, man. So you know, um, I'm down to share it, bro. Pull up, man. We we get it in, bro. TC, I've been trying to motivate TC, man. TC be starting stuff and then he fade out. I'm like, man, get that controller back out, man. <laughs> I, I I told Cole the same thing. I told him, I was like, dog, you and Jones about to make me take my shit, uh, dust my shit off because it's just been sitting here and I just really ain't been focusing on that. It became one of them things like I did it, I accomplished it, I I, I did a couple of events, like cool, I did that shit. Hey, all right, all right, Bi what's next? But Byron, Byron hey. killing it, bro. Hey, I oh, see him. He's killing it. He killing. He, he, he did. He did. He DJing with top speed, bro. Yeah, and you know, top speed, a legend. You know what I mean? Straight so, up. That's so dope. yeah, 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 That's man. super dope. I see you out there killing cash, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Get placements. That's his fire, dog. Come on, man. We're going to go on this DJ tour, bro. We got to start a little DJ crew. <laughs> Straight <it> up. <laughs> yeah. Man, man. We down there could. Straight down up. There could. There it is right there. That's the yeah. motivation. But Jazz, what you got? You got anything that you would like to, yeah, you know? I mean, mine has always been a fear of trying new opportunities. So like I said, it'd it be my family first. Like they're the biggest supporters, but they're also just limited by what they can see. So mm. it's always been the fear of poverty because that's where I grew up at. So mm. jobs, you never going to leave a job talking about like never. You either going to get fired or laid off or something like that, but you never willingly leave because whatever money it is, no matter what your mental state is, is good money. Yeah, um, yeah. And at the time it was just like, you know, and I think Marco had the same situation. When I went to college, they expressed that $10 was making good money. And that was my work study job. So to see yeah. people at 40 and 50, like they were still there, had me realizing, okay, this is where we are, like poverty lines. Because still, something you don't discuss is money, right? Um, so just later on in life, when I'm saying, you know, I'm going to leave this job of 10 years, you going to leave that good job, them good yeah. people? You know? <laughs> It keeps you in that slavery, that mastery that, you know, somebody else can provide something for you that you can mm -hmm. never do on your own. What if you mm -hmm. fail? What if you starve? What if you lose your house? What if you, but what if you fly? The option is never, what if you fly? Yeah. And to be mm -hmm. honest, they can never see that far. So when I didn't ask for money or I didn't ask for help, then the conversations changed to where it was like, you know, we so proud of you. And I think people forget about what they say that could have hindered you from for even doing that. Um, and so when I'm doing something now, working in legal tech and then linking up with Kelly and Be Nimble and starting a ghost kitchen in Indianapolis, like it, it's just like people could never see that far. Mm -hmm. And You're going to have to give us some more you gonna have to go some we'll wait. We gonna we'll wait to to the end. My passion is like food, you know. Yeah. So then, you know, yeah. I linked up with somebody like Marco, and it was just like heaven, Skittles and stars and a bunch of stuff because he's like, <laughs> and I like to eat. 
but it was always like, well, if you like food so much, nobody is going to pay you to just like food. And that's so wrong. Years later, it's so mm-hmm. Nobody is going to pay you to just go to sleep in beds and test them out. That's not true either. You got people working for credit card companies that's telling you the best places to stay at. They just couldn't see that far. And so it was just stay where you can get a steady paycheck. And that was- Yeah, it's hard to get older generations to see, uh, you know, the times. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's really hard. And they got some of those old ways, you said in your ways. I, you know, I they work for 50 they years. They know how that stuff pierces you. And then years later to be like, I knew you was going to make it. And it was just like, <laughs> like yeah, I would have <laughs> made it a little faster if it <laughs> wasn't for your shot. ass. Yeah. But thanks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, but to the but to the defense, you know what I mean. You think about society back then. Society was get a job, work there for forty years, and retire. And there's a lot of people who've been able to raise families off that. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to my grandfather, man. My grandfather worked at General Motors for thirty some years. You know what I'm saying? And he sent, he raised his kids. He, you know, they never struggled. They had, you know what I mean? So. But you're right. Today we live in a generation where this where where this generation of kids is like, you work there for how long? Now I'm out. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, <laughs> like I can't work right. there for that long. I guess you, know? you you would also never tell your kids, your son, to not believe in itself. Like yeah. we just don't it's that generation where we're like in between where we kinda got told, you know, somebody else is gonna believe in you. Get a job. You're gonna go mm-hmm. to college, get a job, do this, do that, or learn this skill mm-hmm. versus you have what it takes to actually make a lane. Yeah. And yeah. these new kids, it's like we telling them they got what it takes. They don't really want to do it most of the time, but yeah, yeah. you know, it's different. Yeah, because if you think about it, man, when do y'all think? When do y'all think there was like? Because there was a generation where we kind of fell into that generation where it was like, look, you have to go to college if you want to be successful. You have to go to college now. You'd be like, hey, listen, you ain't got to go to college. You see, you know what I mean? Like, it's like this where, just like, changing the times, the change of the dog, times, just right? Like, yeah, yeah. Everything is so much DIY, self taught, self education, oh, other ways to YouTube, teach you everything, and gain income. Uh, it's a lot of these loans. We can't pay these loans. They're not working. Come on, come right. get these. You know, after <laughs> the, the bank crash and all that stuff, you had to figure out how to make it because, yeah. It matters she was educated anymore it was they told big. us a lie they told us a lie right because that the lie was you go to college you're going to be successful man i ain't guaranteeing you no job <laughs> you know right, what i'm saying <laughs> when i got out of college they told me i was overqualified when they Come started on. telling you that stuff it was like damn damned if you do damned if you don't man i worked at a gas station for a couple years at, out of college man just because i couldn't find a gig i was like that's where i tried to go <laughs> I, was, I was blessed enough to get out of college and immediately get into my field but Ooh, even with that I, I don't know a lot of people who went right into their field so i was blessed to be one of them and i remember like you know a couple days after i moved back to the crib and i got a gig my auntie was like man you i heard you making how much 14 an hour and i know you got that girlfriend you keep that job forever and you marry that girl because you mm-hmm. you on the right path. You there. And I'm like, okay. I'm young. I'm like, oh, she must know something. And now I'm an adult. I'm like, Mars, nah, I know somebody. We can get you 14 an hour yeah. out of high school, bro. Like, yeah. nah, yeah. That, that ain't what it is. That and just what it is, yeah. dog. That college dream and then what our people before us believe that dream mm-hmm. would have gotten you. Mm-hmm. It just ain't what it is. And part yeah. of my 
like cultural too. Like mm -hmm. it, it's a cultural thing not to move back home with your black family members. Yeah. Where I see other people moving home, stacking money <laughs> until you get married, and then you're out debt free. Mm -hmm. And then you know, even your grandma or mom comes live, so you don't have to pay for childcare. And it's like us, where it's like an embarrassment to be at home. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I seen this, this. I knew this dude, man. I knew this this white dude. He uh, went to college. His parents, he. They didn't have enough money to allow him to uh, pay for his college. So what they did was they basically said, when you graduate, you come home, you ain't got to pay a penny and pay them college loans off. Man, dude, stay there and pay them joints off. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Our culture be like, nah, you better get your ass out. You a grown man. You know what you I mean? Right. You a grown it's, woman. That's all you hear, like, at 18. You better be gone. I can't wait till you're 18. You gone. You're not coming mm -hmm. back. I heard that for years. Yeah. And you know what? I'm on a, I'm on a different... I, I, I see it. I, I saw it from a different lens. I, I kind of more so put that on myself. Like, my mom wasn't like you grown don't come back my mom was like after school she was like you she she gave me that opportunities like you don't want to be in Muncie. you can come to the you can come home you can stay here like mm -hmm. she was offering that but me and thinking about society and as a college graduate young mm -hmm. black grown adult man ain't no way in hell i can go live with my mama yeah. like i I'm like, why? I was, why? Why was that? Okay. Why was that a fear? Listen, listen. It wasn't. It wasn't a fear. It was a lifestyle that I did not want to have, yeah, and I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. as a grown man, I should not have. I wanted to be independent, prove I could survive on my own, have my own space, my own crib, and I felt like as a as a man, that's just what I felt at that time. Like I gotta make sure that I can make it. I gotta prove to my parents. I can make it. I gotta have sure. my, even if I'm struggling. If I gotta eat peanut butter and jelly all week, yeah. I'm not going to live in my mom's crib. I'm not doing it. If I gotta eat yeah. ramen noodles and cereal, and that's my only <laughs> source of food, that's <laughs> all I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I I remember same thing. Like I, when I went home, I'm like, it's cool for a little bit. I'll be gone, but I never left. And I have a sister. I have a couple sisters. One of my sisters go to Ball State right now, which is funny. But my sister, yeah. whenever we get into it, and I was at the crib, she'd be like, bum ass nigga, you still here with mama? And I would be like, like that shit would hit to the core. Like, like yeah. you said, it's our culture. I'm like, uh -huh. can't wait till I'm out this motherfucker and I'll fool yeah. Like, yeah. I used to yeah. steam. Because you already don't want to do it. You know, exactly. to begin with, but you like, all right, maybe this will be a good opportunity for me to, again, like stack yeah. money, do this, that, and the third. Never then, <laughs> it's it, outside it, pressure, though. <laughs> Even if you give it a yeah. shot, somebody from the outside looking in, you a bum ass. Yeah. That just reassures yeah. it. <laughs> Man, like, I I was I was gonna tell you guys before I asked you guys about fear, but I was reading this uh, I was reading this article and it was talking about athletes on um, how athletes you know how they become broke, and a lot of people a lot of people related to they're just so done with their money they buy all this stupid stuff whatever whatever, but a lot of it was coming from like survival's remorse. So they were saying a lot of athletes would go into a place of, look, I got to this place. Okay, Marco becomes an NBA player, and me and Marco are friends best friends we grew up struggling we grew up without a without anything he just has more athletic ability than me and his life changes in one night to where he becomes a millionaire 
and he still has all his friends who don't have anything his family members who don't have anything and now he becomes this person who has millions and they said what happened with a lot of these players they got to a place to where they just had this remorse because they were like damn man i shouldn't even have all this money i came i got it. i'm i'm from where they from you know what i mean and then they just really just got careless with their money and just basically came back to a comfort place of where they didn't have where they were before they had that money from that one night of being drafted and it was it was kind of interesting to see it from that point because naturally when they talk about all these players who have money and lost it, we just like, they so dumb. They're just some idiots and they just lost all their money. But it's like really a mental thing where you are broke and now you're a millionaire and then all your people still struggling. And they just go back to a place like I got to, I can't, I can't feel this way. You know what I mean? So that's, it was interesting that we, like we said, like a lot of our conversations from our family is hey, uh, keep that $14 an hour job like what like damn you want me to struggle <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah so in it's crazy way, bro. yeah bro man it's, mama, it's... I, let me tell you something man my mom did that to me man and uh oh shit we when we had Tice uh-huh. And TC, you know me, bro. I've been, you know, I was very vocal on how much daycare costs. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Man, we weren't struggling, but I was busting my ass. I was busting my ass working a part time. The part time job was actually playing for his daycare. And to anybody want to know, I'm no secret to this. Daycare was nine hundred dollars a month, nine hundred. And that's that. That can be like mid level. You want to send your kid to a to a super private, the best daycare in the world. You're gonna be paying way more than that, or you can pay. 400 but you're gonna be in a little hood house you know what i'm saying it's <laughs> straight up i'm just being real and uh I re- <laughs> yeah. but uh i remember my mom came to me and i think it's nothing i don't think it was anything that has to do with uh her trying to hold me down or anything but i think it's like jazz i think you said it's just the culturally thinking but it's she came to me yeah, yeah she was like uh when you having another one i was like shit i don't think so you know what i'm saying she's like what he needs somebody to play with i'm like that sound good i said but and i was just i was like yo daycare is whoo daycare is 900 dollars a month she's like you'll figure it out i said whoa, whoa, whoa hold on hold on so i'm gonna have two kids in daycare that means i'm gonna be paying 1800 a month mm-hmm. or more for a baby I said so. You, you don't get that a, discount for that second one. Man, man. come on, man. They daycare is taxing, dog. They can they get they paid. Can't dog. get a bogo. <laughs> they give you fifty dollars. <laughs> they give you fifty dollar discount. But I told her, I said, I hey, exactly. I said so. I said so. I should struggle so he can have someone to play with. <laughs> <laughs> She said, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. I'm like, why would I put myself in that position and my family and another kid? Why would I do that? But it was they, that's like, it was they way of, you know what I mean? You go play with them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get a dog. That's what people do, man. Like, I, ain't, I ain't doing that kid thing. We'll give it. We'll get a pet instead. Yeah. That, that'd be his play buddy, his or her play buddy. Yeah. I think yeah. it'd just be like mindless words sometimes that come out that people are not even thinking of. Because I, mm-hmm. I think even with the wedding, like people are saying stuff, and it's just like that has nothing to do with what we want to do. But thanks, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's just like, well, it's your day. You know, you can do whatever you want. But I think you should have this. Do you? Mm-hmm. 
Um, but reading or watching the snippet that you said, really fear is just feeding something else. Sometimes mm-hmm. something that yep. you don't know about is telling something else that you already had in the back of your mind. You should do this or you should do that. Like when he mm-hmm. talked about how Eve was tempted. You know, she looked at that fruit all the time, but it was yeah. like, you know, you should go ahead and do it. And then you just sit there and think. Um, and like we were talking about, well, you have mentioned friendships. Like yes, that's where I was going to go. Yep, yep. Sometimes you assume that people know stuff about you and they just don't. And so when something comes up, you fear that everybody knows about a situation that you you probably didn't tell nobody about or that nobody even mm-hmm. knows about. Mm-hmm. And you might start flipping out about that. Like, oh, everybody talking about me. Nobody is really talking about it and nobody knows it the way that you do. But the mm-hmm. fear is that everybody mm-hmm. does. And if for some reason you're embarrassed. Yeah. You just said something too. And I was going, I'm glad you brought that up. You're talking about the friends. And I think what happens a lot of times with, and TCU and I talked about this on the show before, how like you think that your closest people should be rocking when rocking with you when it's time for advancement or when you, when you bettering yourself, but you got to think too, there's a lot of times there's your circle of friends who are afraid of you leaving a circle because you are better in yourself. So you got to be careful of that too. Cause sometimes that advice they may give you may not you, be to hold you close or hold you come back. Come on, man, Cause I don't want to lose my friend. No, you can't do it dog. Like, you know what I mean? But so you got to be careful of that too, man. And I think that's, that can be a place where it, you don't even see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's real. That's real. So yeah, man. But nah, man, I, I think we, I think it's a, I think once we realize our fears, man, and you have to confront them and, you know, try to get over them, you know what I mean? If you got that goal, Absolutely. you got that career, you got whatever it may be, man, you got to say like, why am I getting better? Why isn't this growing? And you may have to look at yourself and be like, damn, that's why it's not growing because I'm comfort, right? I'm comfortable right here. And this is why this, this, it's not making, it's not becoming better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's tough. I mean, I think yeah. I would say just like, I don't, people used to say get over it. And I think there's a difference between moving with it, like moving through with it mm-hmm. versus getting over it. Like getting over it is like, I have to put this completely away and be settled, but mm-hmm. I can be afraid and move through this. And For my sure. fear can also drive me to not fail, which is yeah. essentially what I'm afraid of in general anyway. So it gives me that same push as it did to have me stagnant. Mm-hmm. So just use it to your ability. For sure, for sure, and I think that's something Marco said. You said yeah. you sometimes you work with fear, like, all right, I'm gonna, it's gonna make me better. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, that's dope. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that. It's just the thrill of the fear. Like, this is different. <laughs> I'm about uh, to jump out this motherfucking plane. Adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mar- Marco likes to tiptoe in the in the abyss. Okay. Every, every now and then he'll, stip, he'll, he'll dip his toe into the abyss. Into the yeah. abyss just to, just to see what happens, you know. Hey, y'all, are y'all afraid? Are y'all afraid of? Do you think like if you could just like I don't know? I guess generally speaking, do you think failure of success, a fear of the of success, or fear of failure? You know what I mean? Because I think it's I think naturally it's easy to say I'm fear to fail. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fearful of failing. Mm-hmm. But man, that fear of success is like it's. It's almost like secret. Like, it's something that you don't even realize. You know what I mean? Like, damn, this shit could blow up. I and... do not compute. <laughs> I, I have not. Like, I, will, I would love for some success. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't think I fear success at all. I do fear failure. I never, like, I could easily say I don't want to fail at something. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, I don't think I fear being successful in, in any way. Yeah. I think, Personally. I think, in a, yeah, I think in a manner, like I said earlier, I think I do. It's not even because like I fear that I'm going to be, I'm going to be too big headed or I'm not going to be able to control the money. I think I fear it because I'm comfortable, you know, I'm, I'm all right right now. You know, what you're I mean? afraid. You're afraid of leaving your comfort zone. Like, That's, yeah, 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 yeah. And step, that may like stop more success. Step, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I don't fear the failure, and it's just like that Coach Carter, you know, quote that they kept saying. My my fear is not that I'm a failure. It's fear that I succeed beyond measure. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So that, exactly. I figure out the definition of success. It just means I have more responsibilities, right? Working at a company versus starting your own company. Mm-hmm. Now I'm responsible other people and yeah. making sure it roll versus me just sitting here getting my check and going home yes. making sure that I don't really mess with anybody so it's just like the success is not the thing it's just I know I'm not going to be able to stop and as soon as I do stop then mm, I fail yes as soon as whatever it is that I'm trying to do gathers dust then I failed yeah, yeah. I don't feel failure because, man, I've, I've, I mean, if you've, if you've struggled a lot in your life and some of the things, the traumas and some of the adversities that I had to go through, I made it through. And the faith of God, I'm like, yo, I'm a, I could, hey, man, bring it. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a re up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I find a way. But like, just never being at the peak of success is kind of like, like you said, Jazz. Like, damn, now I got these responsibilities. Like, whoo, I ain't never been there. It's almost like, uh, can you control this lottery that's five hundred million right now? You think you can, but then when you really think about it, that's a lot of money, man, <laughs> dude. Mm-hmm. And, and just people define me? success differently. Like yes. somebody can say you're not, you don't need to start a podcast because it's so many of them. Mm-hmm. But like you said before, you know, we got listeners in China. You got, you know, those are things that people have never done who have never started telling you that you don't need to start because it's already so many. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that wasn't a stunt, man. It, may, it might be a robot. I don't know. But I seen China on our list of listeners. <laughs> 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 nah, hey, it's a lot of robots because it'd be a few numbers in China. I'm like, I don't know if they know what we're saying or, yeah. or, or how they found us. Or I seen Taiwan. I seen, I'm like, damn, okay. Well, hey, look, I'm going to just, just claim it, bro. You know, China, China, listen. Like, we got our melanated folks over there, though. Your group, like the people that you know on your social media, you know, you market into them. You check, hey, can you put this out? Can you put that yeah. out? You're like, no. As soon as you start your own business page and you get strangers, I'm sorry. Strangers support you more than the people who have been around. It just, Come on, man. It, We've been saying it. Yeah, just so people can feel like that, I, I'm, and I still do it. I was on a kick. If somebody posts something and it's about their business or something they want to do, I'm reposting it every time. Mm. Tag someone support. And some people I knew well, some people I didn't. I ain't care. I'm just putting you out there just to kind of get away from what she's saying where the people around you don't support you. Yeah. yeah. He ain't going to never say Marco didn't put me on with a plug. You know what I'm saying? As long as I have it, I want to give it. Just for for reference, man. Ukraine is our second most popular country. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Ukraine, yo. (laughs) <laughs> hey man you know what it hey, is though i'm gonna be hey. straight up i think it'd be them tags bro because them tags oh, man yeah. it'd be tags i remember like you'd be like you put them you put them hashtags and that can cause a listen so hey man i'm gonna claim it what up ukraine holla at your boy <laughs> <laughs> man china ukraine canada we out here we worldwide yeah. man hey but listen i remember hey bro 
I remember, shout out to Dez, man. Dez had some people over in Africa, and he was on. And they left, they was, they left like some comments, and they were straight from Africa. <laughs> I was like, "What up?" That's dope. That's yeah, dope, man. Yeah, you know, so. we got we got folks everywhere, bro. And yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 dope. It's dope that we being found and listened to. And multiple countries, man. So yeah, man. shout out we to get, everyone who listens. Yeah, shout out to the shout out to the people that come on, like y'all. Y'all rock with us, man. And y'all have come on a few times and given us great content. Absolutely. And, and everybody else, man. So yeah, man. We almost at two fifty, man. So you know that's a lot of a lot of a lot of podcasts. So, Absolutely. but yeah, we gotta. You know me. I just I will admit, man. Some of the things I think to where I can work harder and put out that extra hour, put out that extra extra whatever it may be. You know what I mean? We got to get out of that place of comfort, and you know that that's 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 what I feel, and and a, a few other things. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. uh, fatherhood. You know what I mean? I think sometimes I get comfortable of certain things that like him and I do, and I'm like, nah, I better get up. He's he's calling dad, 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 and I'm like, what boy? Like, nah, man, I gotta mm-hmm. appreciate that. And I don't take that for granted and go in there and be like, what up, man? And I may have to wrestle for five more minutes, five more minutes than what I want to just to have that, you know what I mean? That, you know, um, not to because that that won't be there forever. You know, he might be mm-hmm. 16 and be like, Dad, I ain't trying to holler at you today. Gonna <laughs> you know you up. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> that. <laughs> hey, man, chill, dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we get comfortable in some of those things. So, you know, uh, relationship, you know, things like that. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Nah, that's it. That's it, man. Man, we thank y'all, man. Um, Jazz, tell us about your your your, your ghost kitchen and uh, Marco. You could give us y'all give us your what y'all got going on. I know y'all got a lot of things going over there other than being engaged and all that good stuff. Yep. What else y'all got going on? Um, so I think the last time I was actually on, I told y'all that I wanted to do a paralegal school, which was like you know do something to teach other people to what I did and be able to do them virtually and. You know, it was a good thing and it was a passion, but it just really wasn't. I love to eat. I love food. I love different types of concepts. I linked up with Kelly Jones, who used to be on the podcast. Yeah, and what up, Kelly? Yeah. Yes, in the team. Hey, hey. And uh, put together a virtual kitchen concept for Black restaurateurs and owners, uh, Black chefs. So that's where right now we are looking for applicants, more applicants to keep going until we um, fill up our uh, applications, which will be rolling. So they'll never close, but we're taking our first cohort in February, starting a ghost kitchen in March. We will be in the 16 Tech Imp. Um, so you can come by and see us, but you won't be able to come in because a ghost kitchen yeah. is delivery only. It does okay. not have customers or in-person dining. Um, so look out for that. You can find it at melon.kitchen.com. That's what's up, man. Was that Fire. Fire. That's like she back on. Hey, run it when you online, you know what I'm saying? Straight up. Coming up, so oh, uh, yeah, yeah, y'all. January, y'all got a lot of, a lot January, of y'all in January. everybody <laughs> pop, 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 back to back, yeah, man. Marco, yeah. um, what do I have going on? I'm pivoting, I'm thinking of stuff, I'm ready for everybody to get back outside. I'm, I'm teasing the idea of like, and I, they got to be on board, of course. Me, Danny, and T throwing something, it's all outside. We take turns DJing. 
Come um, on, man. You can't let me out. Come on, man. Come, come, come on, up. man. He don't leave, don't leave me out, dog. Come on. It can hold be, up. It, it can Give be me, a thing, man. man. I'll I do an intro. Thing. Just let me do the intro. You know what I mean? <laughs> you all mix it up. Um, I grill it. You know, just outside thing. And just, I got I to gotta, I gotta be social, man. I just got to figure out a way to, you know, put this stuff together and just have a good time, man. I miss I miss the good time. We was reminiscing yeah. today, T. Like, yeah, we, yeah. we used to just kick it, man. Kick it. Yeah, Outside man. was open, moving around, not a care in the world, just just living life, yeah. man, and, and yeah. enjoying good friends and good company. And yeah. man, we never we would never thought we would be forced to sit down like this and for this long and be separate from you know folks that you closest with, man. It's 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 wild, man. But yeah, man, it know. put a hold on it put a hold on our tools for teachers program, man. That kind of sucked, man. Yeah. We, we had some goals for that this year or last year. That kind of kind of stung us, man. So hopefully, man, like you said, they open back outdoors open back up man we can get back started with that because i want to keep mm-hmm. that program going man that was y'all Absolutely. supported us in our last one so yeah mm-hmm. man so uh since since we are inside though another another self plug we do this gaming thing man you bring you and your crew revolution i don't play games man i don't have no i have nothing bro i i, I fell off a long time ago man Everybody yeah. picked it up heavy during this, man, and that's yes. Yeah. We socialize now, straight yeah. up. That's 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 crazy. Like we we have we stay in touch via PlayStation. You know what I mean? Man, um, y'all be like, but, man, get Jones' ass off here. He killing all of us, dog. <laughs> and they be saying that shit about me, dog. <laughs> hey, you ain't played a, ma- a multi-match unless T killed you. On your own team. Yeah. Uh, just hit me my bad dog. I'm <laughs> jumping, man. I'm shooting whatever moving, okay? <laughs> Call of Duty, gonna get yeah, some. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I let y'all have that, bro. I stay I sit over and watch. That's what I used to do with my homeboys, man. I just be over there watching, bro. Just as they talk shit to each other. I just be watching, but yeah, man. But we thank you guys, man. We appreciate it, man. And um man, please stay healthy. Um, and congratulations to you guys again and uh, you know well, success health you know all that good stuff for sure for sure and TC if they want to listen to this episode over and over and over and over where can they find us brother at Stakes is High Pod that's on Facebook Instagram and Twitter all of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud iTunes Google Play Stitcher iHeartRadio and Spotify and if you have any comments questions concerns or interested in being a guest on the show Please shoot us an email to stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Hey, man, listen, if you have fear of whatever that fear may be, like Jazz said, man, fear forward. You know what I mean? Face it. Do whatever you need to do. And um, let's get over that fear or, you know, work with the fear that you have and try to make it success. But, yeah, man, stay healthy. Keep your energy good. Keep your energy positive, And let's move forward. All right. Thank you for listening to Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace.